Thanks for downloading this episode of On Comedy Writing. This is the podcast about the business and craft of writing comedy. I'm your host, Alan Johnson. This is our sixth episode, and our guests this week are Nick Sorelli and Brad Evans, who actually just had a sketch on Vulture's 20 Best Sketches of the Year from the UCB show on CISO, so that's pretty cool. They also made TweenFest on Go90, which is a really great web series, probably one of my favorites ever, and we discussed it a lot near the end of the episode. Really enjoyed having them on the show, even though I think they ruined my chances of getting Dennis Leary and uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. So here's Nick Sorelli and Brad Evans. Is, is it Nick uh, Sorelli? Yes. Sorelli? Yeah, that's okay. right. <laughs> and it's Brad Evans? Yep. Okay. Cool. You got it. <laughs> Much harder to pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, when did you guys first get into comedy? I think I kind of always have. I liked Simpsons a lot when I was a boy mm-hmm. and then progressed to non-animated things. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I was a I was a real Simpsons boy as well. That was it's a, it's kind of weird how like uh, I guess the generation like above mine is like the super into Simpsons and kind of uh, were like not at all on think, the Simpsons train. I think it got less popular probably because you're right. coming up in in Family Guy times, right? Yeah, yeah, we're all about Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we were obsessed with it. Yeah, it's yeah. Like the golden years of the Ted. The, Ted. A million ways there in the West. That's our, that's <laughs> yeah. our generation. Right, so, right. So that's, yeah, exactly. That's when uh, McFarlane was our uh, our god. Co- Cosmos. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Cosmos. Your guys' that's A lot of the comedy writers. I heard that yeah. was actually Nashway. pretty good, though. Yeah, I, I bet it's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we don't want to call out Neil deGrasse Tyson on this. No, I, no I, I'll call him out. <laughs> yeah. Your Star Wars tweets are bad. Uh, yeah, your Star Wars tweets are bad. And you look at Grass Tyson, and uh, you know what's weird about Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. <laughs> is 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 he like actually like a good scientist? I can't tell because he just does all he does is pop culture stuff. So. I, I bet he is. Yeah, it seems like it's weird. He he is a good scientist, and people liked him a lot until he just started getting very annoying and like right. comparing you know uh, the gravitational pull of things to like Stewie or whatever he does. I don't know <laughs> yeah. exactly what he's. Yeah. Yeah. He's like uh. tweeting like Stewie's head wouldn't be that big. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the baby's head is never twice the he, size of its body. He, de- I, he definitely did tweet something once where it was like comparing like a. It might maybe it was Stewie or something like that, mm-hmm. but yeah, just like a a baby would never have that size head or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right, dude. Well, I'd love to have him on the show to talk about that. <laughs> I don't think now now we burned that bridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're sorry, Alan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so besides Simpsons, what else were you guys into? Um, I I think I, I got into like. SNL after that for yeah. a little while, like Will Ferrell was on there when I was in middle school, kind of mm-hmm. his final years on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was that was very big. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, like Futurama, I liked a lot when that first came out. Right. Yeah. Um, SNL was a nice gateway into kind of like you know a lot of different types of comedy because you can just watch it. Right. They would rerun it a lot on Comedy Central, and you'd be like, "Oh, here's Phil Hartman. He's in a news radio." You know. I think every episode I've done so far has talked about reruns on Comedy Central. It's funny, because <laughs> I yeah. remember that too when I was growing yeah. up. Like uh, Conan was a big rerun. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, SNL, then Mad TV kind of took its place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, they would show Conan the next day at like six p.m. or something. Yeah, that was the yeah, that was the first time That's I cool. saw a late night show. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, just because I, I wouldn't stay up that late. Uh, where'd you guys go to college? Went to Cal State Fullerton. 
I went to uh, Emerson College in Boston. Uh, okay. Did you do like the LA program there? Or? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, cool. interned for the uh, Craig Ferguson show. Oh, uh, yeah. that must been cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. Were you uh, in the writers' room at all? No, no. It was very. Uh, there was kind of like I think like a, a uh, you know, a, a stop between yeah. interns, friends, and I. But like, I, like every time I interacted with like any of the writers, they were very nice and chill. Well, what, what were like your duties? Uh, was getting like getting coffee, doing like some of the research stuff. They also had like a segment on the show where uh, Craig would like read email, like emails or letters that like fans wrote him. Oh, and right. then at that. some point, uh, the the it was the intern's responsibility to like write once for <laughs> oh, really? him. I don't know if that's uh, if that is a faux pas to break that news, but burned Neil deGrasse Tyson and now Craig. Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, yeah, it's true. His fan he, letters are fake. You I know. Heard it here first. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Craig, uh, he has real fans, but at some point, you know, mm-hmm. you run out of things to yeah, talk about. After nine years, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to ask Craig <laughs> Ferguson. Uh, uh, do you like the state of Oklahoma? That would just be that would just be like the stuff that you would have. That just be like, uh, sure. What's your favorite hot lunch? A an intern that used to uh, that I worked with at the time um, put like all of like his like the the letters that he had written to like the fake letters that he written to ferguson and then like made like a little like reel out of it and put it on youtube (laughs) (laughs) which was uh i thought was very funny oh so this isn't the first time it's been revealed that no no actually yeah i I guess i think i think this intern actually kind of broke it (laughs) nick can sleep sound yeah yeah (laughs) knowing that craig isn't coming for him yeah yeah yeah. it's this intern from uh five years ago (laughs) uh so what made you guys decide to move to la um, I was in Orange County, so it was okay. a pretty like, pretty uh, easy decision. I kind of just started taking classes at UCB when I was still in Orange County, and then liked it. Oh wow! Yeah. So wait, were you taking those? Is Cal State Fullerton in Orange County? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you were taking them in college? Uh, no, it was like after college. Okay. Um, it was like a year after or something mm-hmm. I started. And so, did you move to LA to do UCB stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to yeah, just do comedy stuff in general. Nice. Yeah, and I. Uh, for for a call, I like I didn't know if I wanted to like go to Chicago or New York or L.A. because I'm from the East Coast originally, and it was just sort of like, oh, what do I want to, where do I want to end up? And then I just sort of doing the uh, that uh, Emerson like abroad program, which is kind of like, oh, this is, this is just like an easy sort of transition, just to mm-hmm. stay out here and uh, take classes and stuff like that. So, did you know a lot of people when you moved here? Um. Uh, a a good amount, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, well, a lot of people that I that I was sort of friends with in the program wound up like moving back to New York or like. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, some of my friends kind of moved out here around the same time that I did, mm-hmm. so that was nice. Uh, when did you guys first hear about UCV? I guess like probably in like middle school. I bet oh, I saw wow. like the their show on Comedy Central. They were probably okay. rerunning that or something. Yeah, I didn't know about UCB until. I guess maybe like my senior year of high school or something like that. I think that was when I was looking into sort of like the different sort of places. And then it was like Second City and IO and like, oh, UCB. Yeah, I feel like I felt like dumb because I had been like in Orange County my whole life. And (laughs) I don't think I went there until I was like 23. But I could have been going up and watching shows in like, you know, 2005 when the theater was new. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think about how long it's been around out here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so when you first went to UCB, did you do, uh, did you know, like you guys wanted to do sketch mostly? 
Um, I think I wanted to. Their sketch classes, they didn't used to have very many of them. So I went through the whole improv program, but I just wanted okay. to write. Yeah. Yeah. The the sketch. I my first class at UCB was a was the was a sketch writing class. Um, but it, I I think yeah I think it was like a thing of just like wanting to just like take classes at the theater and just being like oh yeah I'll do I'll I'll definitely try some improv classes. Uh, who were your sketch and improv teachers? Let me see. I had Sean Conroy and Alan McLeod for sketch. Yeah. Uh, um, I had Anthony Kane and Sean Conroy for sketch. Yeah, improv. Nice. I had like Will Hines, Anthony King. I'm trying to think. Uh, I had so many. Yeah, Johnny Meeks. <laughs> oh yeah, I Joel didn't. Spence. All those guys. So um, <clears throat> back then there was only two sketch levels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so after the two sketch levels, you guys were like, let's like, submit for a mod team. Yeah, yeah. Yep, submitted the 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 same year we graduated. Yeah, yeah. We both submitted, and it was our first year submitting, and we both got put on the same team. So when did you guys first meet in UCB classes? No, no we, we, we met once we were on a team. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like our, our whole team went to meet up to get drinks, and I uh, I think I arrived like early, and Nick was like the only person who I didn't like know who he was before, and there was like a guy who looked sort of like Nick uh, coming into the bar, and I was like, hey, hey, are you on my mod team? I'm Brad. <laughs> and the guy's like, no, but I'm on a different mod team. Yeah. <laughs> like, there are a lot of like glasses he white guys it was this guy aaron preacher like who like i thought i thought was nick yeah yeah, yeah. i just assumed i walked in and i was like is that me <laughs> <laughs> so uh how long did it take before you guys like gravitated toward each other and decided to like write together like almost immediately yeah we we i think after our first show we we started trying to write some sketches together mm-hmm. um we got something into our second show yeah that we co-wrote and then i think from there was I think we kind of split the difference between like writing stuff solo and then like trying to write a thing together. Um, and I, at, at a certain point we just started just to write sort of our, our sketches exclusively together for, uh, for mod. Yeah. We're just doing so much outside stuff. That's like together that it just makes sense to just nail, you know, get those out of the way. Yeah. Uh, so what's your process is writing as a duo? Um, I don't know. I guess we just try to like find a thing that we think is funny. Find the funny. <laughs> yeah. Step one, find the funny. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, we just find a thing that we think is funny and then just riff on it. And then we, we usually are in the same room. Yeah. yeah. Always when we write, we don't really ever uh, work on stuff separately and email it back and forth mm-hmm. unless one of us is out of town or something. So do you guys like, uh, is one like typing? Are you guys both typing and like sharing notes or? Usually one, one's typing. Yeah, it's kind of like trade off between someone typing mm-hmm. and then one person just kind of like talking and then going back and forth. Yeah, when a you know when we write like a like a monologue for a sketch, it's so we can just throw it in Google Drive and we can both type. But Final Draft, at least the version I have, isn't great for uh, for uh, being on both screens right. at once. Collaborating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's interesting that you guys use like a Google Google Drive to do that. Well, only if it's like a we use final draft like 99 percent of the time yeah, but if it's yeah. like a monologue it's like you're not having to yeah, yeah. break anything if it's just like one person and we both know like what co- we want to say it copy pastes easier into final draft yeah <laughs> or if it's a if you write a sketch in google drive and try to paste it in that's like has multiple characters it's like a nightmare <laughs> so what's it like to be on like on a mod team for i guess how many years now the all all it'll almost four yeah like it's been like three and a half uh it's cool. It's it's been nice to see it kind of grow. There were only six teams when we got started, and uh, now there are eight. Now there are, eight. There are two more teams. <laughs> I think the the teams have gotten 
better on the whole. I think there's a lot of just a lot more people around now, so there's you know more funny people around to be on teams. But yeah, it's fun. As you've been working uh, more outside of like mod, mm-hmm. uh, do you find like having um, to struggle to find time to like keep going with that? Um, not really. I feel like we used to when we like we used to write so many sketches when we were like in our second or third year on it that we almost have like if there's ever a month where we're like swamped with other stuff we have like an old thing from six months oh, ago interesting. That, yeah we've been we've been running on uh old sketches for like the last four months <laughs> <laughs> that's much i think last month we had all new ones new, some new ones yeah but yeah I, I think we've just written so many sketches that it's like you know, we have a nice bank saved up okay why, why the name nephew i think we just wanted something that wasn't overly goofy and just was distinct I feel, Ed, when we all met for the first time, people were just kind of like shouting out a bunch of different sort of names, and then someone said nephew, and people were like, "That's fine." <laughs> and it was yeah. just like that. That works, and then we were just like, "Okay." Yeah, I don't think it's a great. I don't think it's a great name. I think it's fine. I like it. I think yeah. it's uh, completely inoffensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have any memorable sketches uh, from like the just, that were just stage sketches? Um. Yeah, I think we have a, we have a bunch. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Of one that stands out. That also would be good to describe. Um, what? <laughs> or like any memorable moments? Any? I don't know. That's a dumb question. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> we had a question. We wrote one like a couple months ago where uh, it was a sketch with Greg Roman and Drew Tarver, where Greg Roman is like a cigar fan. He's just uh, like a super sophisticated guy talking about how much he likes cigars. He's getting then... interviewed for Cigar Aficionado magazine, <laughs> and it, it quickly become everything he likes about cigars is like that they taste like shit and that they're <laughs> make them smell like shit and he, he can pretend that he's sucking his own dick while smoking them and in in the sketch we wrote in a line that was like there's like a reveal that he doesn't actually smoke cigars midway through the sketch and he's like yeah i just like to get them wet and then chew on them and we wrote into the script that greg would just take a bite out of a cigar and we just wanted like one bite and then he just really like went for it and took like three bites and then like threw up on stage yeah <laughs> We wrote in like just like uh, uh, and then like he like coughs and gags a little, but then like he went really far with it, yeah, uh, and then uh, started to throw up a little bit, but then caught it in his hands, and then was just discreetly was able to just like kind of like hide it away. But the whole audience it was, thought it was like a the reaction to that is like it was it was crazy. It people, was really insane. People were pulling their hair out. It was like that was our was that our first sketch? What 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 was the order of that show? I think that was our our sec- like maybe like the second sketch of the show. The second or? sketch, we still had to do three more <laughs> sketches in this like room that his vomit like <laughs> smell was just. Va- he didn't even. It was a very minimal amount of vomit. Yeah, yeah but it wasn't a lot, but it was. Gosh, it's crazy. it was very. It was. Uh, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was like punk rock yeah, comedy. Yeah. It man. was very punk rock. You don't see uh, teams throwing up on stage anymore. I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever seen it on Mod Night. Not that I even. We didn't even plan it. Like, yeah, I think it's gross. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Clean, we had to, <laughs> it was like, a complete accident. We had to like, help. We were like helping like clean up the stage afterwards, and we were like, "Yeah, this is gross." I <laughs> don't want to be like the the like aggro comedy team yeah <laughs> but that was a, that was a memorable that definitely like i've definitely watched the footage of that back multiple times should put it up as a as a gif or something <laughs> so when you write um so like when you write sketches do you find that uh actors performances really uh either like make it better or make it worse um i think it usually usually it's better usually they yeah. keep it where it's at or make it better but i think we've been lucky enough to have a lot of uh, great actors who mm-hmm. can elevate stuff and will throw in a line midway through that'll just 
be the funniest thing in the sketch. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, Bill and Ted's spooky Halloween spooktacular. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to see that, but have you guys? You guys do that every Halloween now? Yeah. This, yep, this last, is our the second, last two years. Our second time it doing it with uh, uh, our it friends. Was, it was just based on that uh, Vice article about that. Uh, Universal is it Universal Studios? Universal yep. Studios, yeah. yeah basically, yeah. like Universal Studios used to have a, a Halloween show they did for like twenty years called Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure, where it was like, you know, st- stage actors hosted as Bill and Ted from the eighties movies, and then like all the pop culture figures come through in the year. They're like, oh, Ken Bone, like, and then they do a bit with <laughs> that person. So our our our, our friends' uh, joke was all in Chris Stevens, who are uh, Chicago comedians who. Uh, they host a, a show at a Nerd Mail called The Wheel Show. Um, we were talking with them like two years ago at a party about like how we're just like all mutually obsessed with the show and just like kind of <laughs> we're just joking about it. And then like the next morning, I one of them emailed us being like, hey, would you guys actually want to like do like a, a fake version of the show? Yeah, because the, the real one got shut down like in 2013 because a vice reporter went to it and like described what was in it and. There was some some racist like Kim Jong Un stuff, and there was a character called Gay Superman who like <laughs> he got fairy dust sprinkled on him, and he, Superman turned gay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do we do this. We write this full hour long show every year that's like basically reviving that show without their permission, where we just have all all of our friends and all the funniest people we know just play play different it, sort of pop culture characters and uh, figures from the year. Yeah, and it kind it kind of has like it all has like quotes around it. It's all pretty like. Yeah, like, uh, you know, it's not, I don't think parts of it are that we're doing bad comedy, but a lot, a lot of it is us trying to also make it good. It's very confusing. <laughs> How long does it take to write and prepare for something like that? We, uh, the last, the last two years, we like kind of started in August writing it. Um, and then I like beginning of October, we, we start trying to rehearse it with the, with a cast of people. So it's usually like a three month kind of process of meeting like once a week or, once every other week. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of work for a very uh, dumb thing <laughs> that we can't ever adapt into anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's pretty much just us writing an hour-long bit show where we also have to produce every single element of it. Bit and get all the graphics and costumes and wigs and everything. Uh, so I saw the video on Funny or Die of Jason P. Shapiro, I Will Fight For You. Oh, that's oh a, that's wow, old, yeah, that's, that's a real old one. Yeah, that's a real oldie. Uh, what I like about it, it starts off with like a very simple idea of just uh-huh. like a lawyer, uh, kind of he's gonna trade, he'll barter his services. Yeah, and then you guys just take it to this very weird, weird <laughs> place. So, do, yeah. can do you guys remember like how you kind of thought of that and how it kind of evolved to that? I think uh, originally we just wanted to. It, it was just like the like uh, Jeff Hiller who plays the lawyer in this sketch we thought it'd be like very funny for him to play like a just one of those kind of uh tv lawyer uh guys and then from there i don't really know how we landed on uh just it being a bunch of just dumb weird specifics of references and stuff he's like fighting the supernatural i vaguely yeah i only vaguely remember this sketch even anymore yeah, he's yeah. like fighting. It's weird. Like your yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's he's just like an insane person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Nick has a nice cameo at the end as a cop. We didn't have a cop outfit. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah. My only acting credit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't remember the the I don't remember exactly how what the process was for that one. 
Um, so you guys wrote, <laughs> you guys wrote this pilot for sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's? I remember reading that. I remember seeing that somewhere, and I think it was like introduced to me as like not fake. Or <laughs> a lot of people thought it was real. Well, because it's yeah. it's written like because once you know that the real life character's name is Johnny Rock, like anything is possible. <laughs> yeah. much. And so it's written like very. I could see like Dennis Leary doing that. Yeah, it's another bridge I've burned. <laughs> no, we we burned that one. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's fun. But uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, Dennis Leary's show before it came out was announced sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and that his character was named Johnny Rock, and we were just like, "Oh, this sounds stupid." Yeah, we were just got obsessed with it because that was like the only details that we <laughs> got from the show, and also we knew that the the drummer's name was Bam Bam. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, yeah. that's real. There's a, yeah, there's Robert. a couple things in it. We because I think at some point we were trying to pass it off as real, but we. We basically wrote like a full-length pilot of what we expected sex and drugs and rock and roll to be, but it very quickly devolves into just like dumb jokes. But. Yeah, yeah, just uh, also like the whole script is written in the voice of Dennis Leary, like or, or, fawning over like his like his character and uh, you know thinking he's like the you know the last true rock guy. Right. Yeah, his character's just like the coolest, the coolest like rock star who like taught <laughs> Kurt Cobain how to. Rock. He How hates, to rock. He hates vegans. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, he, he he he's worried that his son might be gay or yeah. something. It's just like the dumbest like fake version of Dennis Leary we could think of. And we were trying to I think at some some point we were trying to pass it off as like that he really wrote it. We really want to get sued by Dennis Leary if anyone is listening. Yeah. We were we were really trying to make that happen. A friend of ours uh, sent it to someone that they knew at Dennis Leary's production company. Shout out Apostle Productions. To, to Apostle Productions, and I, I don't think they ever got back to us. <laughs> yeah. So when you make a decision to like write a 30-page pilot <laughs> for something that like obviously can't ever become a thing, yeah. uh, what, what's the thinking behind that? <laughs> I don't I mean it, that in a mean way, but... like No, no, I think that's a very valid question. <laughs> why, the, why the fuck did yeah. we do that? Uh, it was like I think it was like Christmas time a couple yeah, it years was, ago. And yeah, everyone it was, was out it was of just town before the holidays, and it was like a lot of like free yeah. time of, uh, not you know not having like a real like you know mod like we didn't have like mod stuff to write. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Nick's parents live in San Diego, and my parents live in Orange County, so it's like we're always you know around more for the holidays. Than right. Yeah. Live. Not having to travel too much across country, so I think we were just like this Johnny Rock thing's dumb. Let's just write. <laughs> Let's see how far we can get with it. Full version of it, and then it just very quickly. Yeah, we loved doing it, but yeah, uh, a huge waste of time in many ways. Yeah, but it was also just like very fun to write because uh, it was you know like especially since it's not like a a real I don't, like sample or or whatever right. like I think like you're trying to sell it's just, it can just be all jokes or uh, you don't have to worry about structure or anything right. like that. Yeah. Do you guys write uh, for fun uh, anymore? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's it's, a good yeah. question. Uh, Everything's a grind now. <laughs> yeah, everything's a fucking sell, sell, sell. Yeah, <laughs> we're just here to sell stuff. Um, yeah, I think I think we write for fun. I think a lot of the, the mod stuff we do. I mean, hopefully everything should be. For yeah, fun. yeah, I guess yeah. when I say that, I mean write for stuff. When I, I just, I just oh, just dumb that. bullshit. Just, well, yeah, I would just write for like to not like show anybody or to like uh, uh, publish or anything. Yeah, I don't. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I we still. I, I think from time to time we'll kind of just like write a a dumb thing for the sake of it just being like, oh, like this is a funny thing that we're just kind of obsessed with, and we'll just put it out to the internet just to mm-hmm. see if like if it'll get any traction. Yeah. Um, us and uh, us and Drew Spears once wrote a fake like 
movie we we were doing a host or we were doing like a bit show at ucb where we were playing the rat pack and it was me and nick and drew and ronnie adrian (laughs) and just playing this terrible worst version of the rat pack and we just in the bit that we were doing we referenced that we had a movie script and that we held it up and showed it to the audience and it was it was a a a remake of the nutty professor starring uh sammy davis jr but it was like he took a potion that turned him into frank sinatra where it's like as sammy (laughs) davis jr he's like this nerdy guy it's like as if the rat pack wrote it for sammy davis jr but it's really like portraying him as a nerdy guy and he takes this potion he turns into frank sinatra and he's just like the coolest and swinging guy and for the bit show uh the three of us like spent like we we all separately like wrote like like a full movie script for that. Wait, uh, like as as quickly as we as quickly could. as we could. I, I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It it only came out to like sixty pages or something. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Or seventy. For pages a second, I thought you said you all separately each wrote. Uh, <laughs> oh a no, rap no. no, but I think but we were also yeah just writing this thing in the character of this fake dumb version of like Mary Sinatra and Dean Martin we had and just were like <laughs> trying to grind it out as quick as possible to have it be full length just to like hand to an audience member. <laughs> like a dumb Easter egg, where it's like every like everyone watching this bit is just like, oh yeah, they like just printed out a stack yeah. of papers or whatever. But we like wrote an Thought entire thing to... just for one person to read. That's a commitment to craft. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brad, you worked on Billy on the Street. Uh, yeah, I think we both we both contributed oh, to the, the. We did, yeah. New okay. season. Wrote a couple segments that. Segments. We'll How did that come about? Uh, they just have a submission process. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we we sent them some ideas, you know, for like their like seg- new segment ideas, and uh, I like for the dollar jokes that he says. Right. Um, and then we got an email a couple months later, just being like, "Oh, they liked a couple of these. They'll they'll pay you for for these ones." Yeah. Uh, did you ever like? Did you go like to New York or is that? Right? Uh, no, I think that they have like a staff out there, and then they just have contributors who are all kind of uh, okay. all over the country. Yeah. So we, we were contributors, but yeah, I think it's our first. Uh, TV, TV credit. Mm-hmm. Oh, congratulations. Very, very oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Did you ever meet uh, Billy? No, no. no. Oh. Yeah. You just named a Billy Eichner. <laughs> I just want to, I want to burn that fridge next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Possible. Yeah. We're taking everyone down. There's a real, real, <laughs> theme, episode. real theme to this show. Uh, Nick, you worked for Onion News Network. Yes. Was that the online or the uh, t- TV? Uh, the online. online. It was uh, when the... When the Onion first moved to uh, Chicago to right. like restructure, that's when I started writing for them. Uh, okay, is it so? Is it like writing like a s- sketch, or is it more like more like the website? Which uh, yeah, for for contributors, um, it's it's just kind of like writing headlines, mm-hmm. um, and writing like what like jokes for like either like uh, the well for when the Onion News Network was a, was around, it was like just basically writing headlines and then they would either uh turn a headline into like a full script and video and then they also have like the scrawl uh, yeah like that sort of like a fake sort of like ticker scrawl and then you could and then they would sometimes buy jokes for that would appear in that so if they chose the headline then someone else would write it yes yeah they had like a staff of uh of uh writers in chicago that would like write the scripts okay uh you also work currently at clickhole yes so how did that uh come about uh when Onion uh, News Network was uh, st- oh, like started to uh, go away. I I just kind of asked if I could uh, click hole at that time. I think was like six months into mm-hmm. uh, existing, and I was and I asked my like boss over there, being like, "Hey, can I submit to write for Click Hole?" And uh, I did, and then uh, started writing for them. Uh, how do you come up with? So I guess for, as a contributor, you do headlines mostly. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's just headlines and then uh, just writing sort of like pitching jokes for uh, their articles and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So how do you uh, come up with headlines for that? Um, I, I, I usually will sometimes kind of look at uh, clickbaity sort of websites for sort of like structural ideas for how to uh, write a headline or kind of like a, a thing to sort of model after and then maybe like just throw in like a, a weird specific of a thing that like I'm infatuated with or uh, just think it'd be funny to like write it would be funny to see an article about Nick, Nick's being shy. I've seen his process. He just drops a bunch of tabs of acid. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how he gets his ideas. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, that, that, that site is so weird that you have to really kind of uh, elevate <laughs> the weirdness by uh, doing acid and, and getting behind the wheel of a car. It's yeah, very, yeah. It's very dangerous and, and crashing into things. Yeah. That's so weird that people who think like weird comedy is made by just like people who are constantly high. <laughs> yeah. Just writing while high. It's like, yeah, every idea I've had while high is like fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had. I think we've had only one good idea while high, or maybe or uh, which is our we we did we used to do like a novelty Christmas song uh, called Police Drinking Nog, which uh, <laughs> it's a parody of Police Navidad. There there was like a show where it was all oh. Christmas song parodies at UCB, but it very it's not just a parody of Police Navidad. It very it really very quickly it, spirals it out from there. But we did come up with that while high once. Yeah. That was the most traction we've ever gotten off of a idea that we came up with under the influence off of, dr- off of psychedelic drugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk Tween Fest. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so it started as a stage show, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, are there any? What was what, what was like the inspiration behind the stage show? Um, we were just trying to crack a thing for Drew Tarver to star, and he's on our sketch team, nephew, and he's very funny. Yeah, we we wanted to work with him really badly, and we were. Just trying to think of just, I so think, bad. <laughs> he's, he's so bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, we were just trying to think of just like a general kind of idea that would be fun for like a, like a, a, a sketch show. Um, and at the time there was, uh, this, uh, fly, like this real kind of like flyer poster going around on like Twitter and online that was for this, that was advertising this show called Teen Roast, which was a, <laughs> um, like a live show that um vine stars and like kind of like young YouTube like youtuber stars. yeah people were sort of performing at mm-hmm. and it was just like these all like these like that curtis lapore uh vine guy who is like a huge monster was like on the lineup so i think that's how it kind of like why is he a huge monster uh he uh he, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Oh, does he it's like a, a whole bat- thing that oh. will bum people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, never mind then. You can you guys can uh, look it up on the internet and find out why that dude sucks. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was it, it was just like all like these kind of like dopey sort of dudes, and we were like, oh, this could be like a fun kind of world to uh, write a, a show about. Yeah, and there's a, there's a trailer for it that I think is no longer online. Yeah, for, yeah, for Teen Roast that was just like. Uh, it's just like a nightmare like we we pretty much just based our show on that yeah of just like these all like these young girls just sort of like screaming over like <laughs> a dude like sitting on like a wooden stool playing the acoustic guitar uh, why is yeah. it why is it called teen do they roast is it actually there's I, no actual roasting yeah, i think it's like weenie roast or like yeah oh. something like it's very bizarre and it was also <laughs> we we kind of like through just digging around the internet we found out it was like started by this guy who I think was like a budding sort of like YouTube star who like, you know, like sang like original songs. Um, and then after like, and then like Teen Rose kind of like went away after I think like one or two shows, but then now he just sort of like, 
he uh he has a business where like he flies drones for like real estate per you know uh like uh you you can fly drones and get like shots of like right. nice homes and mansions and stuff like that and like that's his job now that's so random. that's the new teen rose yeah <laughs> So, uh, when did you guys think that it could become uh, something more than a stage show? I think we never. We I don't. Never, yeah, we never. We never thought of it. As... We, we never intended to make it more than a stage show. We just thought it was a fun show to do. But the, sh- the shows were go- going really well, and some, you know, uh, our manager kind of encouraged us to write up a pitch for it, and we just wrote up a pitch very, very loosely based on the show. Yeah, maybe one character kind of survived. So, yeah, I think it was mainly just sort of like. Uh, just doing a show about like an outdoor festival for social media people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, yeah, we wound up adapting it for uh tween fest for funny or die, uh, produced it. And it's for this new streaming service. Go 90. We made eight episodes of it. It's available can, now. Yeah. Watch, watch it on, it on computer. Go 90.com. Go 90.com. Did you guys have to do, um, a lot of research into like that subculture? I think we, we, we love research. There, yeah. There's a lot of like bad YouTube stars that were like, <laughs> fascinated with. yeah that we, we were even like fascinated with like ahead of even like having to start working on the show uh, that we eventually just kind of like started to like integrate with like once we were we got to like start to write for the show we were like oh we can bring in like references to like these people or like this sort of stuff yeah it, it's 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 like incredible how much like of that culture you guys got in that eight episodes with like oh, my favorite was like the the Venmo uh, the Venmo girl. <laughs> oh yeah, because that is dumb. How people always want to make jokes on Venmo, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then it also got to like the fuck Jerry thing. So yeah, it's, it was yeah. really great. I loved it. Oh thanks, thanks. Um, so coming from the sketch world, mm-hmm. did you guys um, was it difficult to write more plot? Um, I think we we didn't have that much trouble with it. It, it helped that all, all the episodes of the show are like ten to twelve minutes, so it's not right. like you have to have like see stories in a full yeah like, it was just kind of art. mainly just like a a b story kind of thing for most of the episodes yeah and you, you kind of just hit three beats of the thing and uh scott gardner who directed the show and produced it kind of helped us a little bit with the writing too yeah uh, and we also had a room of people coming. yeah coming in uh helping uh punch up scripts and uh pitch sort of jokes and ideas for uh storylines and stuff like that yeah, so that 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 was very, that was very helpful for figuring out what plot things were working we had yeah. note cards all over the walls but uh in general do you guys uh want to direct more i think we we just like writing I think yeah we're, we're interested in directing mm-hmm. but for now we like to write um so t- tween fest i think is i think besides like maybe like black mirror which is like completely different it's probably like the only good like satire of like uh these youtube or like internet in general oh thanks oh so thank much. you that's, well, like, that's very nice. so why do you think it's so hard to write comedy about youtubers and stuff like that or was it? Well, I guess it was easy for you guys. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think there are certain like cliches of mm-hmm. it that we were trying to avoid, but certain. Uh, I feel like I'll see a TV show when it'll just be like, "Oh, this person likes to take selfies or whatever." Yeah, you know? I, right. I, yeah. I think it, it seems uh, a lot of times uh, when people like, kind of like joke about like YouTube stuff or like internet, like it's a very kind of like broad, just like, "Oh, millennials are like." they're so obsessed with their selfies or like stuff like that. And which is true, but, (laughs) uh, but uh, you know, I I think there's a lot of sort of like very subtle sort of things that uh, we're more infatuated by. Yeah. Yeah. I think we like the, there's some like deep cut videos that I think don't even, aren't even that popular that I think we think are funny to hit on rather than 
goofing on, you know, whatever, Rebecca Black or whatever. Right, yeah. What, what are those deep cut videos? There's the one, we have some characters in the in Tween Fest called Dem Water Cup Boys who <laughs> yeah. are like a pair of rowdy uh, young rappers who uh, their main thing of how badass they are is that they go into fast food restaurants, ask for a water cup, and then fill it up with soda. Uh, and that that's based on these guys called These White Kids or something like that. Yeah. And they it's just like a a couple of guys who uh, they have this video called I Give No Fucks that uh, samples the Chumbawamba song. <laughs> I get knocked down. <laughs> I get knocked down. <laughs> and it, it, or tub thumping, as it's called. <laughs> um, tub thumping. But uh, it, it's them running around a college campus and just busting into lecture halls and like rapping their song and like like mooning, mooning the teachers <laughs> and, like, and flipping, flipping people flipping off. them off. Um, <laughs> and we, yeah, we just and we were like very obsessed with that song and uh found a way to to work it into tween fest yeah they still have not it's it's the very directly uh based on them and they have still not contacted us yeah if if these white kids are listening right now yeah please please, please sue us yeah <laughs> want to get sued so bad uh what was thinking behind the the vape subplot i mean that's that's just a whole thing that uh my friend bill caught camp showed me who's one of the one of the, one water, of the cup boys. water cup boys in the show he uh, Show me these videos of like vape tricks on YouTube right. where it's just like uh, all these. Uh, yeah, people can just do shapes. People can do tornadoes and uh, spirals and all these crazy <laughs> shapes. So we kind of just tried to blow it out a little bit and make it this like Star Wars, like the Force style <laughs> gift that people can have. <laughs> Being able to do vape tricks. Um, but my favorite thing about Tween Fest is um, the like, it's so dense with jokes. Uh-huh. Like I just wrote down. Uh, Chaperone Fest featuring Kevin Eubanks. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so great. We tried that's... to really get Kevin Eubanks to play himself in Chaperone, the Chaperone Fest scenes in Tween Fest, but he uh, he did not. He, he did not do it. And then, um, oh, Facebook's Facebook Science page, Science fucking makes me come. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a sketch in the stage show version of it. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. We were we were trying to figure out if there was a way to uh, squeeze it into the actual show and couldn't find a way, so we we're like, yeah, let's just throw it in. Well, the, what uh, was intro. the what was the sketch like? It was uh, Drew Tarver, Josh Breckis, and Lawndale Theus Jr. playing these like guys who run Science Fucking Makes Me Come Big, which right. is a Facebook page. Like I fucking love science and yeah. like style, sort of like a Facebook page and Tumblr pages, and then they they go out on stage to like give like a lecture about like the like the most like awesome science thing that like they've discovered and then like uh one guy's is just like a like a gift from mass effect 2 that's just like a like a start like a like a spaceship exploding and then the other guy is just uh like a mentos and diet coke video, video. And it, it's all that and then it's it's revealed by the end that they're very christian and they make everyone <laughs> pray with them to thank god for making science for being so dope and then uh drew tarver's character thinks that women can't come they can only piss because he saw like a yahoo answer from 2006 that uh said that <laughs> yeah that's like his big scientific discovery <laughs> is like <laughs> bro scientist guy it was fun to do in the live show they would just make at the end of the sketch they would make everyone like pray with them um and then like everyone would just like walk in they would just walk into the audience and like hold hands with the audience and like (laughs) tell them to like everyone bow their heads or we won't like keep doing the show until like you bow your heads and start praying with us yeah yeah i think that was the thing that drew kind of found as we were doing it where he he would just yeah make sure everyone in the audience had linked arms and closed their eyes and bowed their heads the everyone was so funny and just really uh, committing to doing that (laughs) yeah when you started writing the show did you know that it was going to be so like um satirical i guess um, I, th- I think so. I think our kind of 
you know, and making fun of pop culture stuff that tends to be our yeah the mode we operate mm-hmm. in. It, it's I don't think it's like a a se- like a self conscious thing of like being like oh we got to take down this right. guy and this thing. It, I, it's sort of like a natural kind of like I think like as we're sort of writing it just kind of comes out. Yeah. Uh, how often do you guys work separately? I think pretty rarely. I feel like mm-hmm. Nick, Nick does his uh, quick hole stuff separate, and I, I direct some stuff at the theater uh, at UCB separately, but I think that's about it, probably. Yeah, you should, as far as kind of, uh, you know, script stuff and everything, we're, we're, we're a team. Yep. Uh, where do you guys do most of your writing? Uh, just in our in our living room lately. I think for Tween Fest, we had an office for a while, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, mainly just on our very uncomfortable couch. And then, uh, what different kinds of writings do you guys do? Um, I think we, you know, we write pilots and sketches, okay. and uh, that's mainly it. Yeah, yeah. Would you guys ever want to do like uh, prose more or something? I um, I think I'm like vaguely interested in it. Yeah, I think it, you know, if it was if someone were like write a write a prose book i'd be like sure <laughs> that'd be that'd be fun um but but yeah mainly just kind of uh scripted sort of sort of things yeah i'm very i'm very inexperienced at writing like comedic prose i think like i think nick has a lot of experience from click hole and stuff like that but very minimal <laughs> yeah so uh is the next move into tv um yeah yeah we've that'd be been nice. kind of dipping our toes in mm-hmm. that water yeah cool cool do you have any uh tips for young comedy writers out there oh boy mm um, I guess just like watch a bunch of comedy. I think that's, that's yeah. useful. Yeah, I th- yeah, you know, find the stuff that you like to watch uh, and digest it. <laughs> yeah, there's so there's so much stuff these so much content, real content. Yeah, boom. and and yeah, so many uh, so many ways of uh, learning and uh, hearing from people that you admire or respect and seek out their advice yeah but yeah i guess just watch a bunch of shit and then write a bunch of yeah and stuff. Re- and rewrite 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 is important rewriting is important <laughs> we're gonna wrap up with okay. uh you guys critiquing some jokes i wrote oh boy oh whoa yeah so I- i'm actually working on a packet for onion and clickhole oh, oh cool. cool right now uh, and i've been doing clickhole headlines so i'm gonna do on- i wrote he- onion headlines for this even though i'm, I'm probably better at clickhole so uh-huh. mm-hmm. all right i wrote these this morning so i don't know how fantastic <laughs> these are um, we'll get ready to have them roasted. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to get roasted. <laughs> uh, teenager masturbates for 10,000 hours, becomes expert. <laughs> it's funny. I like, I it. like it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Put it in. Put it in. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. Gladwellian. Yeah. Uh, duck eats bread, waits half an hour to get in lake. <laughs> I think, yeah, maybe it's more... I don't know. I'm not. I'm not so good at these. Duck waits... So it would be it's just like a play on like on the oh, swinging thing. To, yeah. Yeah. I think like I w- like duck recommends waiting half an hour after eating bread to get in lake or something. Oh, duck, interesting. duck lifeguard. <laughs> duck lifeguard. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think it's almost there. Uh, rewrite. <laughs> yeah. Uh Colin Kaepernick will no longer protest after reading your aunt's Facebook status. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Okay. That's a biting. That's a. That's a. It's a biting. It's topical. <laughs> yeah. Taking down ants. Very yeah. topical right now. No okay. ants allowed on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks for uh, coming. Do you have anything you want to plug? 
Uh, I guess just Tweenfest. It's yep. on go90.com. You can watch it on your computer. It's all free. All free. Watch. Eight episodes. We got Jane Lynch and Tim Meadows and Chris Parnell. All your favorites. Drew Tarver and Lou Wilson and John Michael Higgins are all in it. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, uh, Billy on the Street comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah. if, see, see if our segments yeah, got, see cut, if our segments or got cut or if they're in the show. Yeah, I think that's I think that's it. But main main thing is Tween Fest on Go Ninety. Please check it out. Yes, please watch Tween Fest. Yeah, it's great. Oh, thank thanks you. so much. Thank you, Alan. All right, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of On Comedy Writing. I want to thank Nick Doss for supplying the sweet tunes, Zachary Glassman for providing the awesome logo, and Justin R. Bobby for producing the whole show. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, and like and follow On Comedy Writing on Facebook and Twitter. See you next week. Mm-hmm.